Praise the Lord, everyone. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Praise God. Come on, we can do better than that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise his name. So good to be in the house of the Lord. First, thank you, Palmer Pentecostal Church, for being uh, uh, here tonight and uh, being in the house of the Lord and Pastor and Sister Herring, ministry team here, Palmer, guests. It's all good. And you're right, I, 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 I'm up here a lot. That Chicago gets mad. Florida gets mad. <laughs> we evangelize full time, and but you're right. I've been up here to ministers retreat. I'm going home next week, though, for five days, and I go to Chicago. So, but God is good. <laughs> God is good. Hallelujah! And then back home for six weeks. Then back up here in July. My God, hello. But God is good. Amen. God is good. Whoo! Glory to God. Brother Hall, why don't you pray? Lord Jesus, we are thankful and humbled that you would come here. Lord, we love and praise you. We honor and adore you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for giving us the Holy Ghost, baptizing us, filling us with the power of God. Thank you for my sins being remitted. Thank you, oh God. We got a lot to be thankful for, folks. Hallelujah. Praise works in this house. Thank you, Jesus. I don't care if you feel him or not. Jesus is here. Jesus is in the house, and he deserves our praise. Hallelujah. Jesus is good. Thank you, sir. Glory. That's the Holy Ghost in the house. Like they said, Jesus was already here. And you may be seated in the presence of the king. I'm bringing something to you that that's not going to make sense until it makes sense. And then it might not, and then it might. Amen. Amen. Bringing to you something that we... We, as we travel, we do series of, lots of series of prayer meetings. And this one here tonight is born out of a 24-hour prayer meeting that uh, we've done. In fact, we just completed one three weeks ago. And Brother Thomas Villas, of course, with me tonight. He's, he goes a lot with me wherever I go and appreciate his ministry and his playing, his singing, testifying, preaching, and he's a good young man. <laughs> Amen. <coughs> so... So we were in a prayer meeting in Kenai, and we went into a uh, 24-hour prayer meeting. Ever been in one of those? Ever been in the five-hour prayer meeting? Ever been in an all-night prayer meeting? Did it mess you up? Did it mess you up? <laughs> and so this is born out of uh, one of them. And we've done in the last couple of years probably about 10 or 11 24s. 
this coming Friday, we're fixing to go on a tour back in Kenya with Pastor Wicker. Amen. And prayer works. I'm, you got a lot of prayer stuff up here, man. Because I believe in prayer. Amen. So this is born out of that, and I'll give you some scriptures as I go along. But I want to talk to you on a subject. As I was praying uh, some time back, and I was working on this, I thought it was going to be one or two parts, but God has continued to mess me up, to wreck me. And so when he does that, wow. Y'all still here? I love for him to wreck me. He wrecked me. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So I want to talk to you on what he, he put in my spirit called the no-nonsense message. The no-nonsense message. Because it doesn't make sense until it makes sense. And then it doesn't and then it does. Amen. And I'll give you scripture as I go along. But I was thinking, I'm... I'm not behind tonight. You got to catch it. I'm not behind tonight because I am exactly where God wants me to be. And the fact that you are still here tonight, ladies and gents, is proof that whatever tried to beat you, lost. Woo! Come on now. Come on now. Because whenever there is a move of God, whenever there is a move of God, make sure to move with it. And you will never live on a level beyond what you have the ability to think. Storms and shakeups. I know nobody loves them. But storms and shakeups are designed to prepare you forward. You have to figure out where God is pushing you. Come on now. And we must never forget tonight for one moment, for one moment how great and anointed the apostolic church is. It was bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. You were bought with the price. The blood of Jesus. You are priceless. Not only here tonight, not only on Sunday, but God is not a weekend God. I said God is not a weekend God. He is an everyday God. He is an everyday experience. Not just on Sundays, not just on Wednesdays, but Monday through Sunday. He is an everyday God experience. It might not make sense, but it does make sense. Every day. Every day, every day with Jesus. Hallelujah. I come to have church. Yeah, because something, something ought to shift in you. Something ought to shift in you. As you walk into the house of God. You know why? Because something should have shifted in you by the time you left your house or your job. Come on now. Come on now. Fight with the word. Satan wants us to ignore God's voice and keep eating and then be miserable. 
You can't complain about what you allow. You can't complain about what you allow. I'm blessed. I'm favored. I'm loved. I'm blessed. I'm favored. I'm loved. I love God. I love the church. I love God. I love the church. I go further than that. I love Palmer Pentecostal Church. I love my spiritual parents. Come on now. Jesus, help me here tonight. You better hear by about quarter to ten. They got all shook up, man. All shook up. You okay? We're going to get rolling here in a minute. Just cool your jets. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. I feel good. I feel excited. <laughs> you know, I'm serious about church. I'd like to have fun at church. I feel sorry for people that are so bored. They're a bunch of duds. I don't like to hang around duds. Oh, boy. Come on here. I ain't say you got to go wacko like me, but you got to do something. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Let me get back to what I'm trying to say here. God. The spirit, the, excuse me, the human spirit, watch this. The human spirit thrives on victory. It thrives on growth. It thrives on change. It thrives on development. And all of these, ladies and gents, involve making the impossible possible. We need to live by the word of God, not by how we feel or by the way things look to us right at this moment. Because, because things can change at any moment. Because moment, woo, moment by moment, God's greater. You got to catch that. Moment by moment, God's greater. My moment might be right here. But my miracle might be in the next moment. My healing might be in the next moment. Holy Ghost might be in the next moment. My breakthrough could be in the next moment. You see what I mean? Moment by moment, God is great and He's greatly to be praised. Yeah. Don't ever forget where God brought you from. Yeah. Especially if you don't want to go back there. And the key to our spiritual growth, and you know this word, is one word. The key to our spiritual growth is consistency. Ladies and gentlemen, just be consistent. Just be consistent. Just be consistent. I'm being consistent by what? I can run. But this walk with God is being, just being consistent. I don't feel nothing. Well, just be consistent. Just be consistent. Is, is this thing taping or not? Oh, it is? Oh, okay. Well, so much for that. Just be consistent. Just be consistent. Just be consistent. Just be consistent. And you walk with, just be consistent. To the good times and the bad times 
and the crazy times and the funky times and the ugly times. Ladies and gentlemen, just be consistent in your walk with God. Sometimes it makes sense and sometimes it won't make sense. But be consistent. Because we got people not only in this church, I would imagine, but as they travel week in, week out, that are not consistent. Never laugh. Never smile. Never pray. Never come to the altar. People are afraid of the altar like it's, it's some kind of disease. I don't know, maybe we're the ones that have the disease. Y'all smile. Y'all smile. It's Jessica. It's okay. It's okay. a long time. She, she knows I'm wacko, so. It's all right. It's all right. Amen. Every day, ladies and gentlemen, every day. See, my, my wife just got to be coming out of a, it's supposed to be a single, but a, a double transplant of a liver and the kidney because they damaged her kidney so much. But the reason I'm here tonight is because they gave me permission to keep preaching. Now, you may think this is insensitive, but hopefully some of you catch it. And I was here when they had that 10-hour surgery on her. Y'all got kind of quiet here, huh? But I was in all-night prayer, all-day prayer. Get up every day. And she's doing great now. Get in the hospital. Talked to my daughter a while ago. <clears throat> the doctors are astonished. So you got to heal you one way or another. Because he teaches you by your miracle healing. And he teaches you by the surgeon's healing. Which is really God's healing. Yeah. Woo, glory to God. Glory to God. Every day, get up. With a desire. Every day get up with a passion in your heart. Knowing you are still alive. And you do have purpose in your life. You are gifted. Palmer Pentecostal. You are gifted to move the kingdom forward. You're on a mission. You have destiny. As I carry the fire of God in my life. I cannot be stranded. Nobody can stop me. No devil can stop me. The Holy Ghost is mighty in you. Holy Ghost, ignite my fire. Holy Ghost, ignite my prayer life. Holy Ghost, ignite my fasting. Holy Ghost, ignite my ministry. Holy Ghost, ignite me coming to church. Okay, here's scriptures for you. Pentecostals that always want scriptures. Have you any scripture? Have you any scripture? Have you any scripture? Y'all smile. <laughs> scripture says in Mark 16 and 20, and they went forth, preaching everywhere. The Lord walking with them. Key. With them. And confirming the word with signs following. Period. Everybody forgets the last word. Amen. Huh? 
Let us build our lives upon the founding principles of faith and obedience to the word of God. If we, re, if we, will, re, if we will survive whatever may come, what? On Christ the solid rock I stand, right? I stand and I build my life. What is your motive tonight, Palmer? What is your motive? To give God glory. There's glory in this house. The angelic host is in this house. Because a third of the angels are with Gabriel, the messenger angel. He sends messengers. The other third is with Michael, the warring angels, war with us. And of course, the last one got kicked out. Lucifer and his third got kicked out. He was the glory and he was the worship angel. And now he mad because we took his place. We're the glory people. We're the worshiping people. We're the glory people. We're the worshiping people. We took his place. We took his place. We took his place. I'm here to see the glory and not a show. And I'm telling you, there's a wind that's blowing. It's time for a showing of the glory of God. A showing of the Holy Ghost. Whew. We need to wake up. Wake up. Wake up. And smell the oil. Praying early this morning. Amen. Praying. And I've smelt this before time and time again, especially in, in extended prayers. And there was a heavy, heavy sense of a scent of burning wood. There's a supernatural storm coming. Step out into supernatural realms. Because some of y'all tonight are being stretched and stretched and stretched. And you know what? It's okay. Transition often feels like a war. A war zone more than a comfort zone. Ladies and gentlemen, stay focused, stay faithful, keep moving. The devil isn't my problem. The devil isn't my problem. I'm his problem. See, we, we, we glorify and talk about the devil so much. That's normal. And then when we talk about angels and the supernatural, and miracles, guess what? The church gets spooked. Because we glorify the devil more than we do God. Oh. You, you, you cannot sit in the devil's territory and not be affected by the devil's mindset.
Sometimes you just got to say to folks and others. No, 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 no. Stay with me. Sometimes you got to say to folks, I don't love you enough to go to hell for you. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. I made some of y'all mad just now. When I wasn't looking for God, God came looking for me. For this reason, I cannot just serve God, by the way. Everything I do, I do it with a burning passion of fire inside my heart. Getting offended, getting offended is proof that your flesh is still alive. Staying offended is proof that your flesh is still in control. Who said, oh, oh, thank you. I let him raise your hand, right? Yeah. That's not, this is another hand right here, baby. <laughs> Say amen on that one. <laughs> That's a bad booger. <laughs> God. Every time we try to normalize our sins, we're basically telling Jesus that he died for nothing. And the enemy will use weariness and confusion to steal, kill, and destroy. But God's presence Imparts strength to us. He gives us rest. His word and his spirit guides us in the ways of truth. I've only been in this thing here. Little small part. I've only been in here. I've only been in this experience just a little bit of 50 years. That's all. Just 50 years. That ain't nothing. I've been preaching about 40, 45, something like that. Just, just a little bit. And you know what? We're still on the journey tonight. We're still on the journey tonight. I'm still moving forward. I still have dreams. I still have vision. Huh? Because what God has for you, it is for you. And the devil in hell is out on alert. Come on now. Come on now. The word is your sword. You got to tell the devil, get back. Because I'm going to cut that. If your path demands, if your path demands that you walk through hell, then doggone it, walk as if you own the doggone place. See, in the last few months, we're going through all this crisis and all that. Hell has been in my home, Brother Playo, but it has driven us to our miracle. Because nobody can stop us. No devil in hell can stop us. Nobody can stop us. And he's driving us to our miracle because it's all about him and not about us. Let it drive you. Let it refocus you. Let it edify you. Let it keep on going. But don't give up and don't give in. Because God purposely prunes and purchases people from your life to allow you for growth. Love and value the people that get up in your face and that stretch your faith and enlarge your expectations from God. Apologize when you have to apologize. 
because some of us are always right and don't need to. Oh, I'm sorry. I ain't supposed to say that. Apologize when you're wrong instead of finding quotes and scriptures to support your stupidity. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I in problem tonight? Yeah, I'm in problem tonight. I get on their nerves. Well, you know what? You get on my nerves too, baby. Best pair. <laughs> I'm old school. I, was, I got the Holy Ghost in 73. I know maybe some of you got more experience than I do. <laughs> I'm old school, man. I, man, I just put some stuff in me. It was crazy. So crazy is coming out of me. <laughs> 50 years of living for the Lord, I mean, that's, that's just, but I'm moving forward. I'm still learning. While God is merciful and gracious, there are even limits with how much that the Lord will take before he says, okay, lamas, I'm using me because I don't want to use you. When he says, enough, lamas, y'all feel better? Huh? When pureness Sanctification and holiness are not paid attention to you. Your faith can become polluted. And the majority of people, I come to understand, the majority of people cannot handle the truth because it is convicting and demands change. It takes an humble person to accept truth, but it takes a fool to go his own way. Thank you, Brother Pleo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you love God's house, and I know you do, folks. When you love God's house, you're still shouting after church is over. <laughs> Thank you for the pruning. Thank you for the hallelujah. Thank you for the ouch. Thank you for the amens. I didn't like that. Thank you for all of it. Back for another year, so you know, we, we, we're all right. <sighs> Help me, Lord. I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the world today. I know I'm just talking and preaching and talking and preaching and just mouthing off. Okay, just let me be me. But watch this when you feel like you are done for the count, and sometimes we do feel that way, when you feel like you're down for the count. Count the times that God has picked you up. Oh, come on now. Huh? Why? Because that means you're still in the fight. We shall not be moved. We shall never give up. He picked me up when I couldn't pick myself up. My brothers and sisters in the church picked me up when I couldn't even pick myself up. Moment after moment, God's great, greatly to be praised. Let your imperfections grow you and not define you. Lord, fix me. Sometimes you got to say, Lord, fix llamas. Lord, fix me. Because sometimes I am the problem. 
when God saved you. Yeah, I still believe in Acts 2.38. Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I still believe in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. So when God saved you, he saved you into a family. And, of course, the family, the church family, is not perfect, but it's the best things going. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. I wouldn't trade you, brothers and sisters, for anything. You're in critical times of decisions. This is born out of 24-hour prayer, man. You got to try sometime, but not before you go into three hours, like Thomas, five hours. Brother Tom being with, with us everywhere. We did five, we did five, okay. three, five, 12, 10, eight. We did 24. Yeah. We going 12 Friday night. Then when I come back, we're going back to Kenai. And we're doing a, uh, in July, when I get back from the villages and the peninsula, we're doing a three-day lock-in. Doing 72 hours of prayer. Of course, we got food downstairs, breaks. You want to nap an hour or two? We're doing 72. Because I'm finding out people are hungry. <laughs> you know, we sing, we are having a revival today. I don't know if y'all sing it here or not. Do, do y'all still sing that song? Or that's one, what's, the one, what's the one of the old budget songs way back in the 70s when I used to, you know, we used to have, uh, you know, four, five, six, eight, ten, four weeks of revival. We are having a revival today. And I thought about that song. And I was praying. I said, Lord, really? I said, no, we're not. You can sing this song all you want to, but unless you're, you're, unless you're praying, you ain't going to have a dick to squat. Thank you, sir. That's right. If you pray, you stay. That's still a true statement. A family that prays together stays together. I'm sorry. That's still a true statement. We might have our ups and downs in our battles, but you know what? We're going to stick together. Come on now. Come on now. During critical moments of decision and difficult seasons of disappointment. I've been there. You've been there. I've learned to stop and pray this question. God might help if I make this right now. This is just for a few. I've learned, even through my crisis right now, I've learned to pray this. Lord, what are you forming in me right now? Instead of crying like a baby and whining and crying and murmuring and complaining and striving and yelling. Hey, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to form in me? I heard this statement one time. Let me just relate it to you. said that? You said that? Thank you, sir. Jump in the parking lot, not me. Keep on preaching. I was in the church the other day. After an hour, hour and a half, I was trying to stop because we need to pray, and we do. And half of the congregation says, keep preaching. Okay. See, see they're getting shook, man. See, I'm trying to lighten this thing up because it, it's kind of heavy. But I heard this statement one time. When hard times come, be a student, 
and not a victim. And I thought about that, Brother Play. I thought about that for me. And just let me share it with some of you folk here tonight. Whew. I thought about that. And I still regard that little bitty simple statement, at least for me and my family, uh, that simple statement as one of the most profound statements and things I have ever heard. Because watch this. Some people go through life as a professional victim because they learn nothing from their trials. You need to savor your God connections and get rid, of, get rid of the wrong connections. Quit hanging around people that try to drain and poison your spirit. Oh, thank you, my brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's right. I mean, you pray for them, but you know you can't hang around them cats or dudes and dudettes. Pray for them. You can't hang around them. Huh? What is the price of your vision? Is that everybody said 500? Why not? Why don't you ask yourself the question? Why not? How many people are I going to bring to church this year? How, can we, how are we going to reach 500? By you, folk. By you, folk. Why not? Why not? Why can't you witness? Why can't you give a Bible study? Why can't you pray for him? Why not? Huh? The enemy has a price tag on your head. And that's okay. God does not exist to serve us. We exist to glorify him. Because without the word, without the word, you're going you're gonna to dry up. Without the presence of God, you're going to blow up. We will not be happy unless we are saturated with the presence of Almighty God. Why? There's power. There's glory. There's might. There's revelation. And so much more and more truth in the presence of God. You can't stay spiritually in shape if you only work out on Sundays. And some of you, and people tell me all the time, I've given my testimony so many times. People have heard it over and over and over again. And I tell them, somebody needs to hear your testimony. Because it could literally save their lives. Never give up on your testimony. I don't care how many times people have heard it. There's always one or two that have never heard it. Come on. Come on. You praise God for your strength. Your praise is your secret weapon. As you praise God, you grow in faith. Without faith, you know, it is impossible to please God. Our praise to God connects us to the power of God. Our praise, our worship, and prayer is much purer when given just because we want to. When we have broken the will of the flesh, pure worship comes forth. You cannot praise God in secret because praise is a declaration. And right now here, angels are positioned and ready to move, but they await for a sound. 
What is your sound tonight, Palmer? What is, what's heaven? What is heaven hearing down here going up there? Come on. With all you have to push through in going in five months this year, and maybe some of you have been through a whole lot of stuff even last year, with all that you've had to push through, the Lord is saying to this church, sing, rejoice, celebrate. Sing, rejoice, celebrate. Sing, rejoice, celebrate. I don't care what I'm facing right now. Sing, I must rejoice, celebrate. I'm going to celebrate. If nobody, brother, wants to celebrate with me, I'm glad you're going to celebrate with me. And nobody wants to celebrate, God's going to celebrate. And nobody wants to celebrate, we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate together. We're going to celebrate together. Rejoice. Rejoice. Celebrate. Rejoice. Celebrate. Rejoice. Wow. Celebrate. Woo. Everybody go, Woo. Everybody go, boom. It's not too bad. Not too shabby. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Often paste them on Facebook. Stop looking for a breakthrough and start looking within. I realize in my 50 years of living for the Lord, you cannot be anointed for an assignment without pain and persecution. I'm realizing more than ever the things that used to define what a follower of Christ is no longer acceptable, uh, is the acceptable norm. Why? Because selfishness and pride have replaced humility and serving others. Because we know we live in a gimme, gimme, gimme world. You can go to church all you want to. But if you do not decide to change, you will never change. You will do what you want to do because that's what you want to do. I cannot win a battle. That I will not admit that I'm in. During my crisis right now, I have upped my prayer life. I've upped my giving, Brother Hall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, I, folks, let's be honest. God doesn't mess up your life. Disobedience messes up your life. Because who you surround with, who you surround yourself with, and who you allow to speak into your life will always have some kind of impact on your journey. Let me, let me cut across the field here because I got too much. <laughs> let me cut across the field. Y'all smile. Y'all smile. Never let life's challenges or people 
hinder you from walking with God. Never let it hinder you from coming, coming to an old-fashioned altar of repentance. And because, because of the favor on my life, I am under divine protection. God is faithfully making provision, and he is strategically positioning me for greater. Why? For greater supernatural suddenlies. Ladies and gentlemen, we must live miracle-minded. We must live miracle-minded. What about a miracle mindset? A possibility of an instant breakthrough. Loosen yourself. To about the things that are about to happen. Trust more. Believe more. To able to receive more. Come on, folks. Come on, folks. My God, my God, my God. Help me here tonight, God. Help me here tonight. We all want a preacher. But not a lot of people want a pastor. I'm a preacher, bishop, pastor. What is your price tonight? Help me here, Lord. Train me. Open up my ears to push out distractions. I used to believe, I used to believe. That we could do without distractions. Just me. I don't personally believe that anymore. Because I come to realize that you have to push distractions out of the way. Okay, when you pray, how many distractions? When you start coming to church, how many distractions? When you're in work, how many distractions? When you start to read the Bible, oh, I got some time for my Bible. But, oh, oops, distractions. You have to learn to work your way through your distractions. And the size of your overflow will depend on how much you continue to turn the tap the rest of this year here. How much you continue to pray. How much you continue to praise. How much you continue to worship. Yeah. Miracle-minded. Expect to see. I continue to expect to see miracles this year. I'm expecting more miracles. My wife's a miracle tonight. A lot of people don't believe that, but she is. I've seen miracles. I go to a church in Texas, and it was it's a. It, 90% of those people in there were saved from witchcraft. The whole praise team is made up of ex-warlocks and ex-prostitutes and ex-witches. Often their services run three, four, and five hours. 
And it is in a city that is, that is drug-ridden with drugs. But that's a church that refuses to give in. Come on. It makes no sense until it makes sense. So I'm not close here. Don't get, it's only 8, 10 after 11. 10 after 11. Oh. 8, 9. Oh, that's Texas time. Sorry about that. 8, 12. Watch this. We struggle at prayer because we are focusing on praying and not on God. When you get casual with the anointing on your leader, the anointing stops flowing to you. The level, is it just stuff that I could explain? The level of your surrender and submission to God and your spiritual parents determines the level of prophetic access and grace. It makes no sense that it makes sense. I'm expecting, I am expecting, I'm expecting to see the power of God flow through this church this year like never before. I'm expecting, I'm expecting Palmer, come on, oh, beautiful, come on, one night, look at the beautiful scriptures you have. Do you believe what you read? Are you believing what you say? What's coming out of your mouth? Testimonies and I'm closing. Testimony. I was a cokehead, drug dealer, and a spell casting witch. I've been saved for one and a half years. I'm very sober and been delivered and set free. And this person said, I was such a dope and idiot. I was an atheist for 54 years. In 2022, I was born again. I can't believe that I believed in such stupidity all these years. These are their testimonies. And we want to flick out on God? You young people want to taste the world? I can tell you of OnlyFans girls who are making $150,000 a year. Now they're born again. they baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. Suicide. I can tell you of, of three individuals that I prayed for in the last month and a half that they, they text me at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Brother, I'll pray for me. I, I got a gun to my head. Let's pray. After we prayed, they said, thank you. They put the gun down. A lot more. So many. So many. So many below. So many below players. So many. People are crying. We've got the answer. We've got the answer. It's screaming at me. 
very far. I know this is a Wednesday night crowd, but I imagine the Sundays is, is a whole lot better. But I can't wait till you have a Wednesday night crowd like you do a Sunday crowd. And then the balcony. So we just, in my home church, we start, we're starting to build a balcony now because we don't have no more room. We got almost five, 600 people, and, and we need another 200. Another 200. I'm not satisfied. If you need the Holy Ghost, you can receive it tonight. If you need to be baptized, there's ministers here tonight you can talk to. If you need a restoration, if you need a reunion, whatever you need, or you just want to pray, ladies and gents, these altars are open tonight. Would you come? It's right here, right now. Remember, moment by moment, God is greater. 